0: I invite you to remain standing today for the reading of scripture, the first of two comes to us out of Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 through 25, and then we'll flip over to Second Peter and read Second Peter 3, 8 through 18, the first out of Galatians five twenty-two through 24. The words of Paul say, by contrast, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against such things, and those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also be guided by the Spirit. Let us not be conceited, competing against one another, envying one another. 2 Peter 3, 8-18. 2 Peter 3, 8-18. But do not ignore this one fact, beloved, that with the Lord one day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like one day. The Lord is not slow about his promise, as some think of slowness, but is patient with you, not wanting any to perish, but all to come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief, and then the heavens will pass away with a loud noise, and the elements will be dissolved with fire, and the earth and everything that is done on it will be disclosed. Since all these things are to be dissolved in this way, what sort of persons ought to be in the leading lives of holiness and godliness, waiting for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be set ablaze and dissolved and the elements will melt with fire? But in accordance with this promise, we wait for new heavens and a new earth where righteousness is at home Therefore, beloved, while you are waiting for these things, strive to be found by him at peace without spot or blemish, and regard the patience of our Lord as salvation. So also our beloved brother Paul wrote to you according to the wisdom given to him, speaking of this as he does in all his letters, there are some things in them hard to understand which the ignorant and unstable twist to their own destruction as they do the other scriptures. You, therefore, beloved, since you are forewarned, beware that you are not carried away with the error of the lawless and lose your own stability, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be the glory, both now and to the day of eternity. Amen. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I invite you to be seated. Let's pray. Lord, open our hearts and minds by the power of your Holy Spirit. Lord, as scripture is read and word is proclaimed. Help us hear with joy what you say to us this day in your name. Amen. So the other day I was driving between two red lights in town and I was stopped at one and another vehicle was stopped beside me at the other and as soon as the light turned green, that driver took off. And guess what happened before he got to the other light? It turned red. I just glided up right along Came to a nice, gentle stop, didn't waste all my gas. Guess what happened at the next one? He did it again. Guess what? The light turned again. I thought to myself, well, he is sure in a hurry to be the first one to stop at the next red light. (laughs) True or false, we live in a now world. We live in a now world. We, you ready for this? We speed date, eat fast food, try the one-weekend diet, pay extra for overnight shipping, speak in half-sentence, start start things but don't finish. We tweet in 140 characters or less. Sometimes we tweet longer than 140 characters and it won't fit. We cut corners, we take shortcuts, we text TXT. We demand more safety in the skies, then we complain when security takes too long and we have to take off our shoes. Was that quick enough for you? We are constantly in a hurry-up-and-wait mentality. Someone say amen. When Timex, the watch company, asked people how long they would wait before taking action in a wide variety of situations, researchers discovered, and I'm sure this was not um, below the realm of expectation, Researchers discovered that as people, we will consent to wait only. You ready for this? 13 seconds before we honk at a car in front of us that stopped at a green light. I'm guilty of that. I count to 10, and then you better go. 26 seconds before we shush people who are talking in a movie theater. Forty-five seconds, oh, sorry, 26 seconds before we take the seat of someone who's walked away. Don't get up from your pew if you don't want to lose it. you got 26 seconds to go potty and come right back. (laughs) Forty-five seconds before we ask uh, someone who's talking too loud on a cell phone to keep it down. Forty-five seconds. Thirteen minutes at a table at a restaurant before we say, nah, we'll go somewhere else. And then 20 minutes for the last person to show up for Thanksgiving dinner before we say, oh, let's just go ahead and eat. I thought 20 minutes was pretty generous on the last one. You know what's funny? It keeps going. In the Boston Globe, there was an article that claims, quote, our demand for instant results is seeping into every corner of our lives. I want you to hear that again. Our demand for instant results is seeping into every corner of our lives. The need for instant gratification is not new, but our expectation of instant has changed. Are you with me? What we, the, the amount of time we expect instant to take has sped up. I mean, think about it, y'all. Retailers have jumped into same-day delivery service years ago now. Smartphone apps eliminate the need to wait for anything. If you order your drink at Sonic on your smartphone, not only do you get half price, but all you got to do is pull into the stall. It knows you're there. Enter the stall number, and they'll bring you your drink. I rest my case. We also have, uh, uh, you can do that at at movie theaters, you can buy tickets, show them that, and you get in at a restaurant, you can put yourself on waiting lists at restaurants through your smartphone app, at some restaurants. Movies and TV shows begin to stream in seconds, most of the time. And in a study conducted by 6.7 million internet users, if a website doesn't load, in two seconds, people start to click off and go to a different website. After five seconds, 50% of people will click off the website and go to a different website. Anybody else remember dial-up, or is it just me? It took at least two and a half minutes to get the thing going. And now we won't wait 30 seconds for a website to open. Society says we can have it our way. That we shouldn't have to wait on anything. That it can be my way or the highway. And that I can get what I want, when I want it. And guess what? I could even have it how I want it. Society has corrupted our sense of time so badly that we often pay more money for fast even uh, and even base our decisions not necessarily on the quality of the service, but on how quickly we can get it. I'm guilty. How many of you done it? You want to hear some more silliness? This one takes the cake, y'all. An article in Time.com noted that ketchup flows out of a glass bottle at a rate of 0.028 miles per hour. That's slower than a Galapagos tortoise, which according to the San Diego Zoo, zips along at a blazing 0.16 miles an hour. Almost six times faster than ketchup. No, I did not do these math configurations. They were already done in the article. But impatiently tapping your ketchup bottle might soon be a thing of the past because Dave Smith, a Ph.D. candidate at MIT, and a team of MIT mechanical engineers and nanotechnologists – people actually wasted their time on this, y'all, anyway – have offered a possible solution to the ketchup flow problem. After months of research, Smith and his team developed liquid glide. Everybody say Liquid Glide. <laughs> they define this as a kind of structured liquid that's rigid like a solid but lubricated like a liquid. The researchers said coating the inside of this bottle, the, of, of, of the ketchup bottle, will cause the ketchup and the sauce, of other sauces to slide out faster than a Galapagos tortoise moves. Smith says this will change the sauce industry and be a million-dollar investment in a $17 billion-a-year industry. The Time.com article concluded, and it said this quote, Let's hope some big ketchup companies bite. I'm tired of waiting five minutes for ketchup to land on my cheeseburger. Anybody ever been to Branson? Branson? There's a Russian comedian who does a stand-up there. His name is Yakov Shmironov. I don't know if he's still in Branson or not, but he was at least the last time I went there years ago. Yakov Shmironov does a bit, and he says when he immigrated to the United States, he says, I'll never forget what I love most about America. It's the grocery stores. He says, I'll never forget walking down the aisles and seeing powdered milk. Just add water and you got milk. And right down from it is powdered orange juice. Just add water and you have orange juice. He said, Then I got to the baby powder. And then he said, Boy, he said, I thought, what a country. (laughs) Think about it, let it soak for a minute. We constantly operate under the impression that everything in this world needs to operate in our time? Yes, we do. The problem arrives, though, when we also expect God to operate in our time. Someone say amen. Amen. Today, we are continuing in our Fruit of the Spirit series, and today, if you haven't figured it out, we are talking about patience. And we are going to ask the question, why is it so hard to be patient? By fruit of the Spirit, as a reminder, by fruit of the Spirit, we're using this definition in order to define that. By fruit of the Spirit, I'm referring to those actions which show evidence of the presence of the Holy Spirit in a person's life. The Greek translators use the one English word, patience, to translate two different words. Uh, two different Greek words. So we had the same English word patience to mean two different things in our scripture. The first Greek word means long-suffering. The first Greek word that we have as patience in English is a Greek word that actually means long-suffering. It speaks of having um, long-spiritedness. I think how to say that. Long-spiritedness, um, calmness of the spirit, calmness of the spirit, the ability even under severe provocation not to lose one's temper. You ever just met that laid-back person? That is long-suffering. The ability to keep one's cool for extended amounts of time. The other Greek word means to remain under or to stay put under. okay? To remain under or to stay put under. And it has the idea specifically of remaining firm under tests or under trials. Are you with me? It means remaining firm under tests or under trials. It is better translated perhaps as uh, endurance or steadfastness. Now, are you with me a little bit better? Endurance or steadfastness? Allison says no. But both of the Greek words used in the Scripture that translate to patience speak of the ability to take a great deal of punishment from evil people or from circumstances without losing one's temper, without becoming irritated or angry and acting on the irritation or the anger, okay? Or without taking vengeance. It includes the capacity to bear pain or trials without complaint and to maintain self-control when the situation is out of our control. I have dif- I don't know about you, but I have difficulty with patience a lot of times because to be patient is to admit that I cannot be in control of everything. Anybody else want to admit to that? I love being in control. I want to have total control of my life, my children's life, and watch out, maybe even your life as well if you're not careful. You know anybody else like that? I want to be in control of everything, but to be patient implies inactivity. It means letting someone else do the work. Patience means placing the outcome of situation, perhaps, in someone else's hands. And that means they may not do it right. Hello? They may mess it up. They may not do it exactly like I want. Anybody else agree? They may not do it quickly enough. We find it difficult to give up the steering wheel of our lives at times, even when it means letting go and letting God take control. We have become so impatient that when we cannot turn our lives in the direction we want to travel ourselves, we forget that God does not operate on our timetable. We operate on God's. Hello? Even I am bad about this too. Lots of confessions today. Kate can attest to this. When we pray, how many of you do this? How many of even when we pray, we ask for it now? You ever notice that? God, if if, if you wouldn't mind, I, I would like it now, please. God, God, if you would just do this, do this for me this one time, this this now, I'll do. We start we start bartering with God. You ever catch yourself doing that? Folks, impatience, listen to this, impatience takes away from our ability to trust in God. Hello? Do we need an ouch moment? Impatience takes away from our ability to trust in God. In the scripture today, we learn that that people see time against God. But God sees time against eternity. Are you with me? People see time against God, but God sees time against eternity. In fact, time only seems long to us because of our limited perspective. How often do we make the mistake of trying to make God in our own image... And ignore the fact that God is eternal. This means, and, and what, what does this mean, preacher? This means that, that God has neither a beginning or an ending. God has neither a beginning or an ending. Humanity, listen to this closely, because I'm going to get some head turns. Humanity, humanity is, is, is immortal. Humanity is immortal. Go ahead, give me the head turn. Humanity is immortal. We have a beginning, but we do not have an ending. We will either dwell in the presence of God or the presence of Satan forever. You get it now? We may not live in this world forever, but our souls continue in perpetuity, either in the presence of God in heaven, or the presence of Satan in Hades. But God is eternal. There's a vast difference. God is without beginning. God is without end. And God does not dwell in any kind of containment that we can fathom. God dwells in eternity. Eternity is not just some extended time. Rather, eternity is existence above and apart from time. Anybody mind blown yet? If you can't understand the concept, it's because the concept is too big for the human mind to fathom. Because we have a limited perspective. The only time we can fathom is what exists in this world. God is above this world. Someone say amen. An economist who read this passage in Second Peter was quite amazed and, and talked to God about it. The economist said, Lord, is it true that a thousand years for us is like only one minute to you? And the Lord said, yes. The economist said, then a million dollars to us must be like only a penny to you, right? The Lord said, well, Yeah. The economist said, then, will you give me one of those pennies? And then the Lord said, all right, I will. Wait here for a minute. (laughs) Since a thousand years is as one day to the Lord, we cannot accuse God of delayed fulfillment of God's promises. God is not limited by the time that we are, nor does God measure it according to human standards. God is never in a hurry, but God is never late. God could have created the entire universe in an instant, yet God preferred to do it over a period that is described in Genesis as six days. God could have delivered Israel from uh, uh, Egypt in a moment, yet He preferred to invest 80 years in training Moses. For that matter, God could have sent the Savior, Jesus Christ, much sooner, but God waited until, quote, the fullness of time was come. While God works in time, God is not limited by time our issues with impatience starts when we start putting a time frame on God. What Peter is saying is that God is never late. God will keep God's promises and that patience is part of who God is. If you haven't noticed anything about the fruit of the Spirit, notice it today. And if this is the only message you come for this series the fruit of the spirit all identify part of God's character it is who God is God is love God is joy God is patience I know I skipped one Peace. peace thank you it is who God is It is not us who wait on God. It is actually God who waits on us. But you know the the benefit? You know the good news today? God does not wait on us with an impatient tap of the foot. God waits with mercy. God waits with grace. God is in time, on time, every time for us because of God's great love for us and God's desire that all people would come to know and to follow the Son, Jesus. Patience isn't about getting what I want when I want it. Patience is about salvation. Patience is about Jesus Christ. Listen to Proverbs fourteen twenty nine says patience leads to abundant understanding but impatience leads to stupid mistakes it is so hard to be patient when we want an answer from god right now amen we want to blame god for our impatience when we ought to be thanking god for god's mercy It's easy to make excuses when we ought to be making opportunities, and the opportunities are real because God's mercy is real, God's grace is real, and salvation is real. What is most important, perhaps, today is that patience is not about how long we can wait for something. It's about how much we are willing to handle and how we act while we handle it. That's what patience is all about. It's about how far we are willing to go with our relationship with Christ. You remember how far Christ went for us? He died on that cross, He suffered death and then rose again for us. Patience is not about succumbing to the now mentality and actions of this world, but to setting ourselves and others up for eternity with God. This is the gospel message today, folks. How we act while we are waiting is what patience is all about. God has promised... to always be there for us... to never forsake us... to answer our prayers... but God will do it... in God's time... and we must not put a time frame... on God... now we're human... we're going to make mistakes... we're going to do it anyway... but we are reminded... God loves us so much even through our impatience even when we want to hurry up and get to the next light even if we have to just stop again God still loves us this world did not create and give us patience and this world cannot dictate what patience is for you this is the special good news today Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Amen.